Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. Alrighty, hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new and extra special, welcome to you. Whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple, or just randomly somehow found me, I am happy that you're here. You are in the right place at the right time. If you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I'm so proud of this little wellness princess community growing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Be sure to follow this podcast in all of my socials. Um, You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple. Give me a rating and a review. I promise it only takes a second and it helps me more than you can imagine. And you can find all of my socials like Instagram and YouTube, all linked in the link tree in the description. So first, let's get into our little two segments of the introduction. So if you're new, I always set the mood and then I go into a high and a low of the week. Um, before jumping right into the episode. So setting the mood. It is currently around noon on a random Wednesday and I just got back from my trip to the East Coast and I don't feel the best. I got a little sick over there. So I woke up, I slept in a bit, I did some gentle yoga, I walked, had breakfast and did a lot of social media work for you girls. I was putting together a Amazon you know, list for all of the products that I'm going to mention in today's episode. I was planning this episode and now I'm recording it. And then after this, I'm going to have to jump into YouTube work and probably working on getting some of those videos up because I've not posted in like a month on YouTube. And I was trying to post while I was on vacation, but obviously the Wi-Fi was very not there. So it was kind of difficult and I will be probably posting today. All right, a high and a low. So a high is our East Coast trip. So if you don't know, I skipped graduation, high school graduation, for a trip with my family to the East Coast. We flew into Boston and we stayed at the most amazing Airbnb in Winthrop, Winthrop, I think it's Winthrop, Massachusetts. And it was right on the coast. So I woke up and I could literally go outside and see the ocean. I was doing Pilates on the porch with the view of the ocean. It was amazing. And there was a little cafe a five minute walk away. So my sister and I went to grab breakfast and drinks for most of that week that we were there. And then we took public transport, which was very clean and nice to the center of Boston where we spent our days there. So it was super fun. And then we left after I think four or five full days in Boston to drive to New York. And on the way there, we stopped by Newport, Rhode Island. There was a mansion built. There's actually multiple mansions, but we stopped by the Breakers Mansion, which was built by the Vanderbilts. And it was a beautiful, gorgeous mansion. And then after that, we arrived in New York City. Um, And this goes into my low. So my low was New York City in general. Um, I hate New York City. Number one, we came to our Airbnb and my mom made a mistake. Um, and she booked an Airbnb in Brooklyn. And I swear I heard gunshots at least a couple times in a lot of ambulances. I felt very unsafe there. Okay. Especially as a female, I felt unsafe. You could bet I was not taking any hawk girl walks. 
not doing like any Pilates because I felt really unsafe and the Airbnb was kind of dirty and we spent a lot of money and it had a pretty good rating on Airbnb. So I didn't get why we had that experience and the public transport was very unsafe. And then when we got into the center of New York City, it didn't get any better. It smelled like marijuana and trash and cigarettes and, you know, excuse my language, but literally pee absolutely everywhere. And I hate it and I will not be going back. And obviously there were beautiful parts of New York City, like going to the Met and going to La Deray and shopping. But like overall, I did not like that trip. And to put it even worse, I got sick on the last couple days. So if I sound a little nasally, that's because I'm still dealing with some kind of head cold, I don't know. I was just really tired and my head hurt and I'm very nasally. Um, So it's kind of a weird in between, you know, sickness, I think. I'll just call it the New York flu because I don't like New York. Anyway, let's get right into the episode. So me and skincare have a love-hate relationship. I love to pamper myself, but I'm also not the person for a very huge, complicated skincare routine. I found that skincare to me is really simple, easy, and effective. Now that I've matured, I'm not so hard on myself when I do have some acne here or there. While I made my skincare, makeup, and overall lifestyle as best as possible, hormones are still hormones. And sometimes, even now, I'm breaking out, especially because I just got back from a trip and I wasn't really doing any of my healthy habits. So the overall Pink Pilates Princess aesthetic is very similar to kind of my aesthetic. She splurges on good quality skincare but keeps her routine simple. Less is really more. Let's jump right into the episode. All right, before we start on, you know, all of my tips, I'm going to mention that I'm not sponsored or affiliated on any brands or products I mention. They were all really purchased with my own money, except maybe two, and I will clearly state which two were sent to me rather than purchased. On top of that, all opinions are my own, so whether or not they were purchased by me, I will tell you the truth, and I will never ever promote a product that is you know, not helpful because I find that is just straight up lying for money, which is not something that aligns with my ethics. So I just don't do that. But I will also be name dropping a lot of different products and it's kind of hard to keep track. So I spent the past two hours for you princesses creating an Amazon page for you girls to see all of the different products. Amazon didn't really let me create a storefront because I don't have enough followers for that. So I created a page and I did the best I could for you. All right, so tip number one is double cleansing. Double cleansing is something I only tend to do if I'm wearing sunscreen or makeup. So, you know, that's almost every single day, generally twice a day. You are practically washing your face twice with double cleansing. First, use an oil-based cleanser to get off any makeup and sunscreen. Then you can go into your gel or your foam-based cleanser to wash your face a second time. Make sure that you wash your face in the morning, at night, and then after you sweat. If you're asking when you double cleanse, it really depends on what is on your face. If the only thing on your face is like moisturizer, then maybe you only need a gel-based cleanser. But if you have sunscreen on or you have makeup on, then it's a good time to double cleanse. Tip number two is always dry your face by patting it with a single-use paper towel or even toilet paper. Now, I used to rub my face with a towel, and then I was wondering why I was breaking out. First, it's a towel, and it's used consistently, and thus there is dust and dirt already on the towel. And, you know, second, the rubbing is bad for your skin. Some people might call it wasteful, but now I just use a sheet of paper towel or toilet paper to pat my face dry. 
I find that it's really helped my skin clear up because I'm extra conscious of making sure that I'm putting only clean things on my skin rather than things that are already dirty, which would just cause my pores to be filled up and end up with some breakouts. Tip number three is purchase high quality skincare. Now, I think skincare is one of those things that you cannot just try and save money by purchasing cheap products. I understand that most people are not able to go out and purchase like $100 worth of skincare, but it's all about taking small steps and saving up. On top of that, you know, really less is more when it comes to skincare. You don't need to purchase like hundreds of different products. You don't need like a crazy 10-step routine. Because of this, it's easier to have money saved up for those big expensive products that will carry you for a long time with your skincare. After I finish up the last couple tips, I will talk about the products I use, products to avoid, and more, and that will be near the end of the episode. Tip number four is do not pop, squeeze, or touch your face unless necessary. Now, for me, I have such a bad habit of popping and touching my face, and most of the time my hands are dirty, so this is something you definitely have to avoid. Remember, your hands get dirty throughout the day, they have different oils and germs, and you're just putting that right on your face, and that's just like a one-way highway to having a breakup. So just don't touch your face and train yourself to not touch your face and fidget with other things rather than touching your hair or, you know, your face. If you don't want to hear about gross pimple popping, because I'm going to talk about this, skip about 30 to 45 seconds. But do not squeeze or pop pimples unless necessary. There are different types of pimples, like blackheads and whiteheads, but for the ones that are not painful, so not cystic pimples, the ones that aren't in your skin but are rather like poking out, and they're white heads, so it's very clear it's like white um, on the inside, and they've had a couple days of ruining your face, so they've already like whitened up, you can see them, it's out of your skin, it's not painful, it's safe to gently pop and make sure they get all of the white nastiness out by squeezing around the pimple. So again, you're making sure that it's the right type of pimple to squeeze because squeezing a blackhead isn't necessarily going to work. Squeezing a deep under the skin cystic pimple is not going to work and it's going to hurt. But if it's a whitehead that is not, it's not like in your skin, but it's like on the top of it and it's already had a couple of days to like form the whitehead, then it's safe to squeeze. Making sure that you squeeze all around the pimple, making sure you get all of that white um, nastiness outside of it. And again, wash your hands before and after this process. And once you're done squeezing out the pimple, making sure that you are wiping the area with rubbing alcohol because you don't want to get any of that bacteria from inside the pimple to surrounding skin. Also, after you do this, try not to put makeup or sunscreen or anything for a while as you need to give your skin time to heal and you don't want to like fiddle with the popped pimple. I know that was kind of gross, but I wanted to say that like it's okay to pop certain pimples. I literally talked to my dermatologist. She kind of gave me the rundown to what is safe to pop and what isn't. And again, if it's not under the skin, it's not going to cause any scarring. So it is safe to do. Tip number five is sunscreen. I think everyone talks a lot about sunscreen on social media and it's for a good reason. Wearing sunscreen every single day avoids the UV rays from the sun even if you're inside or it's cloudy. If you're particularly in the sun a lot, making sure that you're reapplying your sunscreen along your face and down your neck at the very least. Trust me, you will thank yourself when you're older and have fewer wrinkles and sunspots. It will also help to make sure your skin is glowy and avoiding any UV damage from the sun. Tip number six is avoid treating your face roughly. Do not rub, exfoliate too much, use hot water or other hard products on your skin. You know, when you're not being kind to your skin, I understand that like if you're really struggling with acne right now or your skin and you just kind of want to like tear everything off, 
it's not going to work. Hurting your face more is not going to help. Be gentle and kind and eventually your skin will thank you. Tip number seven is for puffy skin or especially puffy eye bags, use an ice roller or put eye patches or face masks in the fridge. I know that right now those ice rollers, those jade rollers are so trendy. While they probably won't give you a defined jawline or a snatched face, it does really help depuff your face. I purchased my pink ice roller off Amazon for about six or seven dollars. I also love to put hydrating sheet masks. I like the Dr. Jart Vita Hydra solution in the fridge and putting on those sheet masks in the morning. Talk about refreshing, it wakes you up so quick. For under the eyes, I recently was sent by the Marie company their eye gel pads. And as always, I'm very skeptical of brands, but after trying it, it actually works. I was kind of surprised. Not only are they super aesthetic, but putting them on, especially once you keep them in the fridge, helps those bags so much. And you know, my bags are probably bigger than a Chanel Jumbo Classic flap. So if it helps me, it's probably going to help you. Plus, Marie is sustainable and it's a small business. So definitely like I would prefer to talk about them and use them more than a, just a big brand, you know, Sephora or something. Definitely check them out on Amazon. Again, it's all linked down in the description. Finally, tip number eight is diet and hydration. This is probably the most important part of skincare. I believe skincare is 95% diet and 5% products. I've noticed that I break out really severely when eating certain foods. For me, that's a lot of processed foods, simple carbs like white bread and pasta, too much sugar, especially refined sugar, cheese, yogurt, and other dairy products. The one dairy product I do consume without any issues is a high quality butter. So for me, I've had to cut out, you know, a lot of processed food because not only does it not help my skin, but also does it make me feel good. On top of that, I had to cut out um, yogurt and cheese, especially Greek yogurt, which I was quite sad about because it was just making me break out with really bad cystic acne. And so I just choose not to eat those things. And I was just on vacation. So I did eat a lot of those things and noticed a big difference in my skin, more pimples. And I currently have a pretty bad, you know, painful pimple on my forehead. Life is all about balance. So if I'm given a pastry with tons of dairy, I will probably still eat it, but it's not like I'm eating it every single day. I would say if you're starting out, start out with cutting out most dairy from your diet, things such as cheese, yogurt, ice cream, and so on. Replace that with almond-based products. But again, look at those ingredients. You don't want those like almond milks to have like 20 ingredients in them. Also start cooking more at home. Your body and skin will thank you. When you cook at home, you have more control over what you put in your meals. And I notice that if there's a lot of like processed, not great ingredients in whatever I'm eating at a restaurant, it doesn't make me feel good and it makes me break out. So cooking at home is really a blessing because it allows you to fuel your body with really nourishing foods. Speaking of nourishing and making sure that you're eating the rainbow, salmon, nuts, seeds, healthy fats are your best friend when it comes to skin. On top of that, all of the vegetables and fruits that are rich in all of these different macro and micronutrients along with these little vitamins and antioxidants. Also, don't forget to drink your water. Hydration is so important for keeping your skin clear and glowy. Alright, so what is my skincare routine? This is coming from someone who has struggled with acne for a long time. Again, before I get into the products, understand that it was drinking water and eating nourishing, non-triggering acne foods that mostly cleared out my skin. However, products and a good routine did help. Alrighty, I have my skincare routine split up into four different compartments. Morning pre-workout, morning post-workout, evening, and then once or twice a week. So morning pre-workout is, you know, 
every single morning right before my workout. So in the morning, I like to keep it simple. I start off by washing my face. I use the kale green tea spinach vitamins superfood cleanser by Youth to the People. It's pretty expensive, but it's the best gentle cleanser out there. I don't really double cleanse early, early in the morning because there's nothing really to double cleanse since I just woke up. I then apply a light gel-based moisturizer. I like the one from Belief Aqua Balm, which is very affordable, or some Rose Water Spray by Mario Badesco, depending on how my skin feels. Since I work out mainly outside, especially in the summer, I always am sure to put on some sunscreen. I like to use the Alta MD UV Clear SPF 46. That's about it. Since I tend to sweat during my workout, I like to keep very little skincare on. All right, now getting into morning post-workout. So again, pre-workout, I'm very gentle. I don't really use a lot of products because I'm going to sweat anyway. Post-workout, this is my time to pamper and have some fun with my skin. First, I double cleanse my face because again, remember, I put on sunscreen, so I need to double cleanse my face afterwards. I double cleanse my face by using first an oil-based cleanser. I use the DHC Deep Cleansing Oil, which you can purchase from both Costco and Amazon. And then I go back with my Youth to the People Kale Cleanser. If I decide to do some pampering, this is where I would put on some Marie eye patches or put a little dollop of the Nature Theory under eye cream and then roll out my face with an ice roller or a jade roller. Then I tone my face with any toner, but currently I'm using the SK2 Toner for a more affordable option, definitely try the Mario Badesco toner. If I'm in a rush, I don't really tone my face at all because I don't find that it does a big difference in my skin. Then we moisturize. This time around, I like to use a heavier moisturizer to make sure that my skin is really nourished. I have oily skin, but I notice that if I don't really prioritize my moisturizers, then my skin will just produce more oil. I use the BioEssence Omega-3 moisturizer. I really do love it. If I'm feeling fancy, I then also go in with the Pacifica Glow Baby Booster Serum, which has vitamin C and glycolic acid. And then, of course, always top it off with sunscreen, so the Alta MD sunscreen soon after. That's it. Then I go in with all of my makeup. So DM me if you want to hear about like the Pink Pilates Guide to Glowy Simple Makeup, because I'm not a makeup guru, but I know how to use like five products and make you look so good. Next, in the evening. So in the evening, I go from glow serums and sunscreens to things that will help make sure that my acne doesn't come back. So first, I double cleanse again because by this time, I probably have sunscreen and makeup on. I use a DHC oil and then again, use to the people kale cleanser. Then I do definitely tone my face with the SK2. Then I add on the La Roche-Posay benzyl peroxide spot treatment. I put it all over my T-zone instead of putting on individual pimples. My T-zone is my forehead and my nose and my chin. Those are the areas where I'm most likely to get acne. And a dermatologist told me that putting a spot treatment isn't very effective. What's more effective is using a little pea-sized amount and rubbing it all over areas where you're most likely to get acne. This way, you are preventing the breakouts from actually happening rather than trying to take care of the breakout during its course. Then I add a moisturizer after the La Roche-Posay has sunk in. So again, the BioEssence Omega-3. And then that's about it. I do add like a Lonnie Edge lip mask and an eyelash serum, but I don't feel like it's necessary to go into like those routines because we're only focusing on skincare. Also remember that I do take my moisturizer, the BioEssence Omega-3, and I run it down my neck to make sure that I'm not ending up with any wrinkles at the age of 25. All right, 
So finally, the last compartment of my routine is the once or twice a week things. These are the things that I do when I have a little extra time on my hands or I feel like my skin needs a little extra push. First things first, masks. These are the things that I find is so important. So I always love the Origins clay mask. I like the 10 minute out of trouble clay mask and then the charcoal honey clay mask. Those are so helpful to my skin and I find that they just really help to clear it up. What most people don't tell you is after do a clay mask, always, always, always do a moisturizer mask. Clay masks are very tough on the skin. They really suck out your pores and get away all of those impurities, but you need to like put moisturizer back in. Otherwise, your skin might be super, super oily for the next couple of hours. So right after a clay mask, I always do a moisturizing mask. I like the Bliss Mighty Marshmallow Bright and Radiant Whipped Mask, super moisturizing. And then I also like the Origins Moisturizing Masks. They have an overnight avocado and glacier one that's really good. And then Dr. Jart Sheet Masks are also super good, but they're kind of pricier. Once or twice a week, I probably will also dermablade my face. So I take one of those very small razors you can get off of Amazon, Target, and I just shave any fine peach fuzz on my face. I find it really helps to kind of make makeup and skincare go on better, but also making sure that I don't have any like extra components to my face that would just cause a breakout. And then I will also once or twice a week exfoliate with whatever exfoliator I have on hand. I really use whatever. I'm not super picky. Alrighty. So that's about it. Thank you for bearing with me on today's episode. It was kind of a lot of products being thrown at you, but I hope that the little Amazon list I spent way too long creating will help to kind of narrow down which products that you want to try. Um, but again, I needed to preface that like really try and cut out dairy, try and cut out things that aren't going to make your body or your skin feel good. And, you know, you don't need all these products. Really focus on drinking your water and eating um, nourishing foods and kind of avoiding things like dairy because that will help clear your skin up a lot faster and a lot better than any special serum or any special routine. But maybe you got a little inspiration for your routine and things and tips to help you to clear your skin up because I'm just here to help you. I'm here to be honest. Be sure to follow me on all of my socials linked down below. Follow and rate this podcast. Share it with someone who may love it. And I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day, princess. As always, Instagram DMs are always open. So if you have suggestions, questions, or just need to vent, I'm here for you. Be sure, again, to give a rating to this podcast. Give it a review. It would really help and it means the world to me. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.